it's almost like when a guy moves on too fast you're like did I just mean nothing <laughs> yeah like- <laughs> yeah or even worse when like the things you had a problem with in your relationship they suddenly fix it yeah, for the new yes, girl like yes. suddenly they're like planning dates and exercising <laughs> and taking care it's like why didn't you do that for me <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Harley Bang Bang. And I'm Sarah. And welcome to our latest episode of Love, Life, and Liquor. Um, For those of you that saw our poll for which topic you wanted us to discuss first, Friendship Breakups has won. So that is what we will be talking about today. But um, we did think that would be kind of a good sort of bookend because our last episode was about how to make friends as an adult. Um, And so I think this kind of covers the other side of friendships evolving um, and what happens when friendships end. So this has actually been a topic that we've wanted to talk about for a long time um, since we first came up with some ideas when we started this podcast, but um, other things would just kind of come up instead that seemed more fun to talk about. This topic can be a little more (laughs) serious, Um, but we thought it was a good time because of what our last episode was. And Also, I have actually recently been through a friendship breakup, so it is fresh in my mind, this topic. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, so I guess like just to start us off, like what are what's your kind of experience with them? Like, what do you think about friendship breakups? Like, what was your thoughts when we first had this topic idea? Yeah, so I think what came to mind was, you know, first off, I think it's important to clarify that this isn't just about when friendships fizzle out, because mm-hmm. I think naturally, as you get older, and especially once you're in your late 20s, you know, 30s, 40s, <clears throat> it's normal for you and your friends to take very different life paths yeah. and just kind of naturally diverge by virtue of that. Like you might be, you know, in different stages of life, and especially if some friends have kids and some don't. So it's very normal and natural for a friendship to just end you know on its own terms with no one being in the right or wrong yes but what we're talking about is is really when one friend has not behaved super great to another friend you know maybe hasn't been there for them is shitty friend whatever it is and it just causes the friendship to end more abruptly and um you know on on negative terms Mm -hmm. um so i mean i think there's two ways friendships can end they can end because of a specific kind of fight or a blowout. And then there's times where you there's tension amongst friends and something is bubbling and you just naturally drift apart. And you might not address the issue, but you know that there was tension and that's what caused the friendship to end. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely had more of the tension side of things. I remember a few years ago now, I had two friends and we were honestly quite close, like the three of us, um, for a couple of years. We were really, really good friends. And I think over maybe the past few months, we just weren't as close, but it wasn't like a problem. Mm -hmm. And we had planned to go on this camping trip and I had never been camping before. So that was part of the reason I was really excited to go and they had been camping. So I was just like, this is going to be a really fun, cool experience. And like the whole way leading up to the planning, they were just like 
poking fun at me and like making jabs at the fact that I didn't know how to camp and I was going to be a big diva and I I don't know how to do this I don't know how to put up a tent I was kind of like fuck you guys like it's not funny like yeah. you know what I mean I can <laughs> I can handle being made fun of but this felt like something more than that like it yeah, felt like they were yeah. like just being insulting and and so I think first off if you're insulting your friends that is a recipe for <laughs> <Yes>. a friendship <laughs> breakup like don't you know don't don't take things too far with your friends um so they were just kind of like poking fun at me and that really caused tension in my mind I was just like what is their problem why are they being so rude to me and uh you know and then on the trip it was it was kind of like up and down they were kind of annoying at times for the same reasons and but it kind of came to a head after the trip because we were tallying all of our expenses and I had driven and so I was like oh by the way this is the cost for gas and then they gave some weird argument being like oh actually like since you borrowed our tents and our camping equipment, and since we had done more of the grocery shopping, you know, maybe you shouldn't charge us for the full amount of gas. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's not how that works. Like, yeah. Also, yeah. like, if you want to include the groceries in the overall cost that you're dividing up, then do that. But like equipment yeah. that you already own, like, that's insane. <laughs> and just to be clear, they weren't charging me for the groceries themselves because obviously, yes, I should contribute to that and I had no issues. My gripe was that they were charging me for the time they spent grocery shopping. They felt that just by virtue of the fact that they went to the grocery sp store and spent time looking for things, that that should offset the gas money, which is ridiculous. There's so much more context that I could get into, but like in a nutshell, they offered me their camping equipment because they they knew I didn't have like sleeping mm. bags or whatever. So it's like you can't offer it and then later be like, oh, but I'm going to indirectly charge you for that. Like I could have yeah. just borrowed it from someone else if they were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, yeah. Um, and then the grocery shopping, like again, they did that on their own accord. Like I didn't ask them to. They just randomly one day were like, "Oh, by the way, we did the grocery shopping last night and got stuff we needed." I was like, "Oh, okay, awesome, thanks." Like I would have been happy to do it, but they just jumped yeah. the gun and did it anyway. So again, if you're gonna like do favors for people then you can't later hold it over their head yeah which is basically what they did um and I mean gas ain't cheap I don't know if anyone's <laughs> been out on these roads lately but <laughs> come on now yeah so anyway it, it was just like I thought it was such a shitty thing to do uh especially because we had it like there was no indication that they wouldn't be pitching in for gas the understanding was we would just split everything evenly um, so after they said that, I, it kind of wasn't even worth arguing. I was like, okay, fine, whatever, guys. Yeah. And then it was like a sharp decline in our, our friendship after that. Like, we really did not talk anymore. Our group chat pretty much died from there. That's um, so weird. Yeah. And then I think the final nail in the coffin was short. Like, at some point after I had a birthday party, I messaged both of them to, like, invite them just as a, you know, to extend the olive branch. Of course, neither of them came and they gave some, like, they were just, it was like a shitty, like, oh, sorry, not able to come. And that was it. That's like literally the last time we've spoken. That's like so, so weird. Like <laughs> the fact that it, it, you are actually not the only person I know that 
went on like a weird trip with a friend and then that was like nothing yeah so crazy or like such a blowout mm. happened to your point but the trip was just so weird in little ways that after mm. that you just never really spoke again like I actually have yeah. another another good friend that that has um happened to so that's weird that that's a trend I feel like after yeah. I mean Sometimes I take a trip with someone and I'm like, okay, like our travel styles don't quite match. Like yeah. good to know for the future. But even if I feel like that, I usually feel like closer to someone after having yeah. done that because you shared an experience, even if it's not an experience you would repeat necessarily, right. like you still shared an experience. So yeah, that is interesting. And and like you said, that is different than um, a friendship just naturally fading out over the over time with like no tension no ill will or anything like that so it wasn't an ideal way for the friendship to end and honestly I I don't miss them at all because I feel like they kind of showed their true colors or whatever but at the same time it was just sad because we did have a really good friendship Mm -hmm. and like it, it sort of just ended really for no reason like I don't know what their issue was all of a sudden yeah I think this to me was a really good example of you can you can understand and know that people are no longer serving any benefits to you in life and the friendship is no longer what it was, but it doesn't mean you don't miss them. And I think that's the hardest part about a friendship breakout breakup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're, you're kind of grappling with these two feelings of like, oh, I miss them, but they were so shitty to me. Yeah, and they, yeah. they serve no more value in my <laughs> life. So I kind of just want to put that out there that it is really normal to feel like that and to miss the memories and the times that you you did share together yeah no totally and I think um you know I think friendship breakups can be hard for a lot of those reasons but also because we I feel like as a society don't really have a good language to talk about these things in like I feel Mm -hmm. like when you or a friend goes through a romantic breakup it's like you know, you go through the normal stages of like, let's like trash the person for a little bit and then let's like (laughs) get them hyped up to date again and like remind Mm. them that there's other fish in the sea or whatever. And like, you know, and like personally, you're like, let me reflect and like think about like how to make a relationship better next time. Like what part did I play? What part did they play? Like you can do a lot of like personal introspection. Your friends are like really there for you and whatever. Yeah. But the assumption is kind of like, I will find someone else eventually if I put the effort into dating, like I'm just going to have to suck it up and start dating again. There's not really that like set of experiences or language about a friendship ending because I mean hopefully you have plenty of other friends <laughs> like <laughs> it's not like oh I just gotta put myself back out there right. and like get at it again it's just sort of like oh this person that like was once a part of my life is mm. now not and there's not yeah. really like a there's not really a common way that we talk about that and I feel like sometimes like friend breakups can be just as sad if not more sad than Mm. romantic breakups because a lot of times like you've known that person longer like Mm -hmm. you've shared you know different parts of yourself unless your relationship was like really long or really serious or whatever but I think it can be just as bad if not worse at times and I feel like we just don't really talk about it yeah Um, so and it's it's also like it feels more unnatural in a way to have a friendship breakup because Mm -hmm. if you if a relationship is not working out you know you break up because it's meant to 
you know, you're meant to either be with the one and if not, you break up. Um, and you can only be dating one person. So like, if it's yeah. not working out with one, yeah. know, unless you're poly, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> but like, if it's not working out with one, you have to break up so that you can find yes. somebody yeah. else. <laughs> but like, there's really no limit to how many friends you can have. So if you do yeah, have a friendship breakout, so <laughs> like it feels so much more dramatic to be like, wow, I can have unlimited friends, but I still don't want you in my <laughs> yeah. life. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. I hadn't thought about it like that. And it's also like, you know, I think it's normal to kind of have like, if you want to like go out and like party for a night, like, you know who to call for that. If you want to have like a chill, like movie night, you kind of know who to call for that. Like, it's normal to not have one friend meet every need. Like, that's why we have multiple friends, because no one person can meet all your needs. So it's also like, yeah, so I have like 80% of my needs covered by other people, but like yeah. even this 20%, it's just not yeah. doing it for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's literally nothing you contribute to my life at this point. So like, yeah, it does feel sadder. And yeah, it, like I said, like it just it feels so unnatural to be cutting off a friend. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah, because we don't talk about it as a society. But also, you know, but on the other hand, it's important that everyone in your life does bring value to you in yes. some way. And so if you do realize that a friend is just really not bringing anything to you, there's no positivity or or benefit, then I think that's just the yeah. sign that you need to end it one way or another. Yeah. Um, but yeah. like I said, it can happen different ways. So in my case, it was um, it was more subtle. It was just tension. And then we parted ways but it can also happen in a more dramatic and stark way. So I don't know. I don't know what your experience has been on on that. Yeah. So when I think of friendship breakups, there's kind of like three things that sort of come to mind for me. Like one was kind of like early 20s. It was high school friends, but we were in college by that point. Um, It was sort of a group. Like I specifically had a falling out with one, but it did like impact kind of the group. And looking back, I actually do blame myself for a good amount of that one. Like I was like, like I had like studied abroad. I had interned abroad. Like I was always kind of elsewhere. Like I feel like I was changing a lot and maybe like not being as good of a friend as I could. Like I was going through some family issues at the time. Like I just don't, I was dealing with a lot, but I just don't think I was like a super present friend at that point and we have sort of since like made amends like I don't keep in touch with them regularly but like I'll see them sometimes at weddings or whatever and like we can have a nice day together like there's not that same but that was sort of the slow tension of like little issues kind of cropping up over time but the other two things that come to mind were much more like stark like someone just sort of choosing to exit my life like very abruptly um and the the one that like really will always I think come to mind as the most bizarre one was um so there was I had a friend and um we were like long distance friends but we spoke pretty regularly um we were in like a a message with one other person so there was like three of us and we would um chat pretty regularly and whatever and it was pretty rare to go a few days without hearing from one of them unless like you knew they were on a trip or sick or whatever mm-hmm. like it was kind of unusual for there to just be like a random like week of no contact or whatever. Um, And so one time that happened and we didn't think much of it because like not, you can't always communicate every single day. Like we're adults, things come up. So we didn't think much of it. 
And then it turned out that she had been in a car accident and like, it was like kind of like a serious thing. And we were like, oh shit, like obviously glad she's okay, whatever. Um, But then like a long time later, something similar happened where she just like went MIA for no reason. And so me and the other girl were kind of like, well, last time this happened, she was in a car accident. Like maybe we should like really try to check on her here. And so we like, we sent like individual messages, like, Hey, if you're just busy or like need a little space or whatever, totally fine. We just want to make sure you're okay. Like we were kind of trying to like check on her. We were not getting any responses. So after like a week or two, we decided to reach out to her boyfriend because we were like we don't know what else to do like we're long distance friends we don't really have a ton of we had a couple mutual friends but not like a ton not anyone that was like close enough to her physically that they could like see her check on her or whatever so we were like I guess we should just message her boyfriend which to me like as someone who lives alone and like if god forbid something were to ever happen to me it would probably take a couple days for people to like know that I was like yeah I think my close friends and my family would be happy that people were like noticing my absence and checking on me or whatever so we thought we were doing the right thing we didn't know this guy because we were long distance we knew of him and whatever so Mm -hmm. we messaged him And like a couple days later, we got this insane message from her that was just like, how dare you reach out to my boyfriend? Like, obviously, if something happened to me, he would have been the first to know. And we're like, yes, but you didn't know. Yeah, like we weren't saying, hey, I think something happened to your girlfriend. (laughs) Like we were saying, hey, we haven't heard from her in a while. We're concerned. Can you just let us know she's okay? Like we weren't warning him. And she just like blew up and like basically just never spoke to us again and it was like from our perspective we were like okay I thought we were doing like the normal like good friend thing but maybe maybe you got her caught out in a lie maybe she had told her boyfriend like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna be with Sarah for a few days if you don't hear from me that's why so we me and the other friend this was like many years ago at this point but I'm still friends with the other person involved and we talked about it a few weeks ago um for the first time in a while like we hadn't talked about it and we actually kind of came to that theory we were like looking back on it it really feels like she was mad for something else like that yeah. her I think you like blew up her spot out. like yeah. she had some lie <laughs> involving you guys and he was like wait but you said you were with them like, where yeah. have you been <laughs> yeah so that was very bizarre and like very abrupt and kind of the total opposite of the story you just told because it was just like no warning no like everything was totally fine in our friendship before that like everything had been how it had always been like nothing was Mm -hmm. under the surface it was very very bizarre wow um yeah that's just wild to me and like it's it's so it's even sadder when that happens because you're like that was unnecessary like there's no reason for a friendship to end that abruptly out of nowhere and especially when like it was because you did something with good intentions like (laughs) it's just it's like (laughs) shitty when you know you feel like you didn't really do anything wrong and even if the other person thinks you did something wrong like there's still a way to talk it through rather than just ending the friendship altogether so it's just like there were just like a million different ways this really could have been yeah and like in I mean, they were a long distance friend, so it's not like I was like, oh, who am I going to hang out with now or whatever? But 
it still for a while left a, a significant absence in my life because I was used to talking to them all the time. You know, I, it was yeah. like, it still was a very kind of sad and and bizarre thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think the the most recent one that I have been through was almost kind of like a hybrid of the two situations, I would say. Oh, okay. like, like there was a while, like a year and a half of like, weird things going on and I had many conversations with the person like is everything okay you're doing this you're acting weird this is hurting my feelings like Mm -hmm. I tried to be an adult and address this like many many times um and then ultimately like they were the one that made like the abrupt exit which was almost like it all it kind of made me reevaluate like wait I've like dealt with this for like a year and a half and then you're the one who decided we're not gonna be friends like mm, like maybe maybe I should have handled things a little differently it kind of gets to your ego a little bit you're like you're like why was I so patient if you're not gonna be um so I think that like the actual ending was very abrupt and out of nowhere to me but the you know, looking back on the situation as a whole, you, you're kind of like, okay, I can't be so shocked that that happened because mm-hmm. a year and a half of very bizarre behavior like preceded that. So even right. though it was yeah. still shocking in the end, it's not like it was so out of nowhere like the other one I just mentioned was. Um, yeah. So that was sort of like a hybrid between the two. Um, but again, like, you know, it does leave an absence, like, in your life. It is still upsetting. Um, And it, you know, it just makes you, like you said, it can kind of be, like, an ego thing, but it, sometimes in, like, a hurtful way. Like, just as yeah. an example, like, this person was sort of also part of, like, a group of friends. And, you know, there would be times, like, last year, I think I was going through a little bit of, a like, a depressive episode. And I would say, like, you know, I'm going through kind of a low time, like, this always happens to me every now and then it passes eventually, but this one just feels extra long. Like I would kind of like vent a little bit about just my mental health or emotions or whatever. And this person would never respond. Like not even like a, Oh, I'm really sorry. You're feeling that way or whatever. Like Mm. they were just so checked out of the friendship. And so MIA that even those like basic responses, I couldn't get out of them, but I still am connected with them on social media. And like, these days I see people posting things on social media that indicate that something like mildly hard is going on in their life or whatever. And this person will respond and be like, oh, like, if you want to talk, I'm always here for you and things like that. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, so for people that you hardly know, like you can be so responsive and so there for them. But for me, like our many year Mm. friendship and all the times I was there for you, like I can't even get a courtesy, like, sorry to hear that. And like, that makes me really like that hurts my feelings. Like that makes me Mm. upset. Like, I'm just like, okay, so did our time together just mean nothing to you? Like, it's almost like when a guy moves on too fast, you're like, did I just mean nothing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or like when, or even worse, when like the things you had a problem with in your relationship, they suddenly fix it for the new girl. Like suddenly they're like planning dates and exercising and taking care. It's like, why didn't you do that for me? Yeah. But again, there's no, there's no, like, 
everyone could understand and empathize with saying like my ex moved on too quickly or like I'm so upset how did he find another girl so fast and I can't find anyone like we all I mean some people have been lucky enough to not experience that but for the most part we have all experienced we've all been there but like there's no way to say like my friend moved on so quickly without sounding insane like there's no (laughs) way to talk about it yeah I mean and it's true like it's just as valid of a feeling but for some reason you're not supposed to care somehow like you're just supposed to roll with it but no I mean I and I think that's like that's the the hardest part like you there's this void in your life when a friend leaves but you're supposed to somehow just bounce back and not care and like we have our emotions like we need to process them um so I mean one thing I'm curious about is what are your thoughts on like closure and I mean I will say in general I think closure is silly like even in the context of a relationship when people talk about like wanting to meet up one last time and get answers you know from their ex I'm like I always think that's a recipe for disaster I think it's rare to get the closure you need in a romantic relationship and you kind of have to like make peace with an ending and move on but I have a friend and she's had like a couple friendship breakups and like she always wanted to meet up with them and try to like figure out where things went wrong. Uh, she did it to like varying degrees of success. I don't think it ever repaired the friendship, but what are your thoughts on doing that? Just like having a sit down. Yeah. So I am someone who is very pro closure. I totally understand why not everyone needs or wants that, but it is something that is important to me but I don't think I define closure exactly that way. Like I don't necessarily need to know what went wrong or whatever, because a lot of times you do kind of know that, like, even if it's sudden, even in that wild example that I shared, it's like, okay, like you clearly just went off the deep end and decided to blow up this friendship because we checked on you. Like there's nothing I could really do about that. Like I didn't do anything wrong. I don't need more answers about that necessarily because nothing is going to make this make sense but I I think I see closure as like a this is over we are not going to talk anymore type of thing as opposed to a friendship just kind of fading out um like I do kind of appreciate like some acknowledgement of like okay I guess this is over because I if something is over, over, I don't really want to keep up those courtesy, like, messages or response, you know, like, we don't need to, we don't need to be on terrible terms, but, like, we don't need to be on good terms, like, this is over, so, (laughs) I don't know, like, I, I do appreciate closure, but not exactly in the way you just described, like, I don't, I don't need answers, I don't need to meet up with them in person, I don't need to sit down with them, but I do kind of like to know, like, this is where we stand, nothing is moving forward from here like it is what it is kind of thing if that makes sense yeah and it might also depend on what your friendship circle looks like and I think so that's the other point that can make things more awkward and difficult with friendship breakups because if you have a group of friends and just you and one other person Mm -hmm. are basically no longer friends and you're not getting along like that makes things really awkward at parties it makes things awkward in the group chat and Mm -hmm. you know even like organizing dinners out it's you know everyone feels awkward no one knows who to invite and who to talk Mm -hmm. to so I think in those cases maybe having that sit down would be helpful just to like iron out like hey how are we gonna move forward yeah we we are gonna bump (laughs) into each other again and you know let's just not make this 
painful for everyone else never mind us yeah yeah that's true I hadn't thought about it from that perspective but I I do think if you have a lot of life overlap um then yeah maybe some kind of sit down or like getting on good enough terms that you can be in the same room without Mm -hmm. either of you being super weird or whatever that probably is a good idea I think what I was thinking of was more like the one-on-one closure of things um like I remember I was dealing with something in my young 20s and someone had been this wasn't even one of the things I included because actually we eventually repaired the friendship, which is a question I wanted to ask you about in a minute. But um, at the time, like this person was not being a good friend to me and whatever. And I was just sort of done with it. I was like, you can't have my friendship when you need something from me, but then not at any other time. Like I'm done with this. I'm done with you. Like I really kind of had to like cut it off. And I remember a friend saying to me at the time, like, why are you taking such a strong stance on this? Like, why don't you just let this fade out naturally? Like sometimes friendships fade. And I was like, yes, sometimes friendships fade, but that's not what's happening here. Like this person is being a bad friend. (laughs) So like I needed closure at that time because I needed to kind of draw a line in the sand of like, I will not put up with this anymore. Like we are done. Um, And other friends of mine did not think that that was the right approach to take at the time, but it's kind of what Mm. I needed to do. But actually with that person, like several years later, we actually were kind of able to repair things, which is not something I do often. I am not always a forgive and forget person, (laughs) but um, it it worked out this time. So I am curious, like, have you ever been through something like that with a friend where it seems like it's over, but then it's like not actually over? Yeah, so I, I think that's that's kind of the other thing I wanted to touch on because I do think, again, as we get older, people's stages of life change, their maturity levels change. I think it's natural for friendships to just ebb and flow. So what might seem like a friendship breakup might actually be just you guys needing to take some time apart to live your lives. And then maybe you come back to each other again. Like I know that's happened with me when my friends got into their you know, long-term relationships, like they, and they started dating the people who have now become their husbands. And so at the time I was the only single one. And it really, really felt like our friendship completely drifted apart because Mm. they were just physically not as available anymore. Like they of course wanted to spend time with their boyfriends. They didn't want to be going out to the bars on weekends. Like we Mm. used to do, because it's just not fun when you're in a relationship. So Um, And so to me, that really felt like, oh, my God, we've completely drifted. And now we're totally different people. And I think a similar thing happens when friends have kids, like it really, Mm -hmm. really changes the nature of a friendship. But I think what's been helpful for me to see through all of these life changes is that a lot of the time I've been lucky enough to sort of come back together with those same Mm -hmm. friends. Uh, You know, I think often you know, again, luckily for me, once the initial novelty of the relationship wore off and they settled into their routine and, you know, like they did value the friendship. So they did end up making more time for me and our friendship. So we might've had a year or two where we didn't really see each other much, Mm -hmm. but then we kind of got over that hurdle. And similarly, I think it's somewhat happening with my friends who now have kids, like obviously in the first year or whatever they're going to be more busy but Mm -hmm. I think as kids get older they're more self-sufficient and I think parents just naturally want more time to themselves then you kind of come back together Mm -hmm. so 
I think it's important to not jump the gun too much and assume mm-hmm. that, oh, this is the end of the road for our friendship. And now we're just different <laughs> people. Like that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. But I think because of that, it is important to not burn any bridges and, um, you know, not say anything or do anything that's going to make the friendship uh, irreparable. Mm-hmm. So I, I would I would say just having having experienced this now with a few friends, if you do feel like you're drifting because of your stages of life, just let it be for a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. don't get into an argument. Don't call them out for not spending time with you. You know, like maybe still try to plan things and hopefully they'll they'll take you up on some of your offers. But if you're seeing that they're not, I would just let it lie. And and hopefully you guys find a rhythm again that mm-hmm. works for you. And Or maybe your life stages will change again and you'll find yourself in a more similar space mm-hmm. where you are good friends. Um, so yeah, I, I would... I think it it's very, very normal for friendships to ebb and flow, mm-hmm. but it doesn't always mean that it's done. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I think I think it's really important when you're kind of evaluating a friendship to think like, are they doing anything wrong or are we just in different life stages? Because like, it's not like those people were, you know, are like, flaking or like not there for you if you need something like they're not doing anything wrong but they just have like different priorities like their life looks different now I think that is very different and that is something that you should um kind of wait out and like see what happens Mm -hmm. I I definitely also notice that sometimes when friends have kids um I also think I can struggle sometimes because I feel like some of my friends with kids are very adamant about prioritizing time with friends and time for Mm -hmm. themselves and like their husband like their husbands are totally like on board with that and like want them to go out and be with friends and like you know because it makes them a a better partner a better mom like you're you're a better Mm -hmm. person when you are more well-rounded and so I think I have some friends that really prioritize that a lot and so aside from like the first couple months of a newborn stage or whatever our friendship is not drastically different just because they have kids. But then I have other friends that that is definitely not the approach they take. And like, <laughs> yes, kids and families are like top priority all the time. Mm-hmm. And again, none of neither of them are doing anything bad or wrong or like not treating me right as a friend. But it can yeah. be hard sometimes to be like, well, if this person can make time for me, like, yes, can't this why can't you? Like, yeah, hundred yeah, like percent. It's easy to kind of get into that comparison game, even yeah. even within your own relationships. So I think that's also important to just remember, like, different people's lives are different, different people's priorities are different. Yeah. Like, if they're not doing anything bad or wrong to you or if you still feel confident that if you really needed something like they would be there for you then it's probably just worth like giving it a little time like focusing your priorities elsewhere for a while and like you said maybe you'll kind of come back together at some point yeah and I think that's a really good test to use if you're not sure whether a friendship is sort of worth (laughs) saving or not like like are they doing something actively shitty are they are they making you feel bad about yourself do you do you not feel like as you said, they would be there for you if you really needed it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's what's helped save some of my friendships when I when I felt like they really went MIA after having kids or getting into a relationship. I think I always knew that they would still be there for me if I really, really needed them. If something bad were to ever happen, like they would be there by my side. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's just, so it's not them. It's not the friendship. It's just right now circumstances 
are not allowing us to be as close as I would like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you said, hopefully that will change. Um, And I think also if you do, if you notice a friendship is really changing, you're not as close as you used to be, but you don't want the friendship to end. I think it's worth considering what adjustments you can make to make Mm -hmm. the friendship you know, more convenient for them, as bad as it sounds. I think there are times where you need to be the one who sacrifices a little bit more in a friendship. So Mm -hmm. again, taking the kids example, because I think that's usually what it is. Um, You know, if you know that you're, you have a friend who just doesn't like to leave the kids at home or whatever, then maybe you need to adjust the kinds of plans you're suggesting. Like you can suggest mm-hmm. meeting up in their neighborhood and going for a walk with them to the park with their kids or mm-hmm. suggesting a coffee shop near their place where they're, they can bring their kids. Like just making those changes so that they don't need to sacrifice what they have going on. You can still maintain the friendship. And and it does suck like to have a friendship sort of be on their terms for mm-hmm. a little bit. But again, if you really want to keep it going, you can consider considered yeah yeah I think I do think sometimes people have to just accept that like the hangouts or the terms that you're seeing them on may not be 100% ideal but like once their kids are school age and you know like you said like more self-sufficient ultimately like that time that you kind of put in might be what have saved the friendship and like let you guys come back together over time so I do definitely agree um I also just think you know, a certain degree of self-awareness and any role you might be playing is important. Um, mm-hmm. Like in the, in the experience that I recently had, um, this person would periodically show some self-awareness and say that they like knew they weren't being a great friend and whatever. And me and our mutual friends would say like, look, everybody deals with stuff. Like we get it. We're here for you when you're ready. Like we were kind of really trying to give them some, some space and some understanding and whatever. But over time, you know, I did start to distance myself a little bit because it's like, if I'm saying, I think I'm depressed and you're not even responding, like you're not a person that I should be opening up to right now. Like, but I was, I wasn't gonna like cut off the friendship like I was really holding out hope that like when they feel better they'll come back to me like I wanted to like leave those lines of communication open but I didn't necessarily want to like divulge my whole life to them (laughs) at that moment yeah and ultimately when they kind of decided to exit my life like one of the things they said was I knew I wasn't being a good friend and I told you guys that and you kept saying it was fine but now you've distanced yourself like this and it's kind of like whoa 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 Mm -hmm. like just because we were leaving the space for you to like come back when you're ready doesn't mean you get access to 100% of my life like yeah you can't have it both ways yeah and to me that just was like a major lack of self-awareness because it's like you to me I'm like why weren't you more grateful that people were even giving you the understanding? Because a lot of people would not put up with this for a year and a half. Like this was not like a month or two of weird behavior. This was a long time. And I was just kind of like, wow, in the end, like my kindness was almost thrown back in my face is how it felt. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think, so I think it's also important. Like if you know something is weird, kind of also think about like, is there something I could be doing differently or like, have I contributed to this at all? Should I be going about this in a slightly different way? Should I just like take a little space to myself and say nothing for a bit and just like try to reemerge when I'm ready and see what happens? Like, I don't know. Like, I think, I think you have to kind of think about your role in it too. And like what, 
mm-hmm. what you're because like you said once you say something and it gets to that irreparable place it's not ever going to be repaired so as much as I yeah. love closure giving something closure at the wrong time it's closure like the door is closed <laughs> right <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Can, you can't take back yeah, those comments it can be to your to the detriment of the friendship at times yeah I will say though like kind of on the flip side of getting to that place where the damage is irreparable and all of that I think on the in the instances where you are able to repair something you do kind of have to go in with a willingness to like leave the past in the past because Mm -hmm. um the friend that I mentioned that we did repair things um eventually and they are a very important person in my life now like I'm happy we're friends again um but sometimes like we'll hang out and they'll get a couple drinks in them and it'll just be like I'm so glad we're friends again like oh my god is terrible and I'm just like I don't want to talk about this anymore that's so like, awkward I know it's it's getting to a point where at some point I'm gonna have to like sit down with yeah them and be like yo it's time to like stop dwelling on this like no, we're good that's now because but I'm like as much as I don't often forgive and forget, if I am going to forgive and forget, I need to forget. Like, I don't want to yeah. constantly be reminded that you were a bad yeah. friend to me. Yeah, so it's just I think, weird. I think if you are going to try to, you know, come out of your breakup and give it another go, you right. have to like, you know, similar to giving things another try in a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. like you have to kind of be willing to see this as like a new start. And yeah, like, yes, you'll always have your previous time together and previous memories and stuff like that. But you like, you have to be ready to kind of start anew and look forward. Otherwise, it's just going to keep dragging the friendship down if you're dwelling on old things that you've allegedly like grown up from and changed yeah. from and whatever. Yeah, 100%. And I think on a similar note, um, if you are trying to repair the re- the friendship and you, let's say you do want to have a talk on how to move forward, you also have to be very open-minded and accept the fact that your friends may bring up things you have done that aren't so mm-hmm. great. Because yeah. I think we, we often get like so wrapped up in, you know, like, oh, she was a shitty friend. She hasn't been responsive. She hasn't been whatever. And then they might have really valid things to say to you. Like they, I mean, I actually had a friend and it wasn't like, it wasn't like we were headed to a friendship breakup, but she pointed out to me that she's like, you've been, you know, really distant, you know, you're, you don't engage as much. You're not very responsive. Um, You know, like, I just, I feel like I, I, I've sort of lost my friend because I don't really hear from you very often. And that was hard to hear because I didn't see myself that way, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sure there was truth to what she was saying, but it was not intentional. So it was difficult to hear, but I needed to hear it so that I made more of an effort and work to be more proactive in our friendship. And I'm glad, I'm very glad actually she said it to me because otherwise that tension might've continued to fester to the point that maybe she wouldn't have wanted to be my friend anymore. So, um, you know, I think there's always two sides to every story and we have to like what you were saying about self-awareness. I think as valid as our issues might be with a friend, we have to be willing to accept responsibility for what we have done and not, not in like a victimizing way too. I mean, I don't (laughs) think anyone should be out here being like, Oh, I'm such a bad person. I don't deserve to have friends. And you know, like that is if you start like going on these dramatic tangents, you've missed the point entirely. But I think I think we all need very honest come to Jesus moments with ourselves to be like, okay, I have not been a good friend. 
I don't have an excuse for it, or I was prioritizing this guy over my friends or whatever it is. But I think we also shouldn't lie to ourselves about what we've done and just own, own our actions and sort of just, and, and tell our friends if we've messed up, but like do it in a really honest, um, again, not being a martyr kind of way. Yes. It. No, a hundred percent. The self-awareness definitely needs to go, you know, on to both sides and extend it to your, you know, to things you've done, things they've done, all of that. I agree. Um, I also think, you know, to your point, like it's good that your friend was honest with you about things you had been doing. Cause that probably yeah. allowed you to evaluate and change your behavior and stuff like yeah. that. I do think, you know, if it's just kind of different stages of life, like we were saying with the kids thing or whatever, it's probably not always worth addressing because mm. you don't want to put people on the defensive, like, oh, you're spending too much time with your kids yeah. like that. There's yeah, no yeah. good way to say that. But if it's like not related to that and it's just other things that the person is doing or distancing themselves, I do think it is good to try to have a conversation because if you let it go too long, mm. the other person may just not have self-awareness in that moment like they may not realize like you were probably just like oh yeah things are if anything you probably were just like things are fading naturally like we're growing apart it happens like you didn't even realize the part you were playing in it so I do think people should be open to having those discussions and and sharing if something's hurting their feelings because we're encouraged to do that in romantic relationships all the time. It's like, don't, don't put up with the say what you need, like express Mm -hmm. your feelings. But I feel like with friendships, a lot of times we're just kind of like, oh, well, it is what it is. Like, oh, this is just who they are. Like, I'll just do, like, I think we, we let a lot more go in friendships sometimes to the point that it can make the friendship become beyond repair at times and that's like unfortunate so yeah I do think and it a sets lot of... a bad precedent too yeah. for the friendship because yeah. like if one friend is getting away with a, a lot all the time then at some point it's really hard to finally call them out and be like hey you flake out all the time on plans <laughs> like like it just it gets so much harder to have that conversation so it's I think it's important to like get ahead of the issues once once they start to crop up but like again just in a healthy constructive Mm -hmm. way and yeah you you could even phrase it as like hey I've noticed the past few times we've made plans you've canceled at the last minute which was kind of hard for me because I had planned around that but Mm -hmm. is there another way we could make plans so that that doesn't happen like yeah make it maybe a collaborative discussion yeah no I definitely agree and I think if someone is approaching you with things that you've done like you said I think it's really important to just let yourself be like, oh shit, like maybe I did mess up. Like maybe I do owe them an apology, but Mm -hmm. do not let yourself go down that path of like, why would this person even be friends with me or (laughs) whatever? Like, because that just because now they're now they're in a position where they have to comfort you yes when and really I, they had the issue with you to begin yes, with. like you've done something wrong but now yeah. I feel like I've done something wrong by noticing <laughs> it like yeah and it's not I, fair I feel like we talk about this a lot again it, there's so much more discussion about this in romantic relationships yeah. like how many times have women complained about men like women try to raise a valid issue and the men are just like you're right. I'm just a terrible boyfriend. Like I'm just not meant for relationships. Like, and we hate that. Like we're always like, fuck this guy. Like what the fuck now? Like he just totally blew over my issue and made it about himself. And we all like recognize when this is happening in relationships and we kind of know we shouldn't put up with it. But for some reason, 
people think it's like okay to do with their friends and yeah. i'm just like it's kind of like manipulative I will yeah say. it yeah. yeah even if your intention isn't to manipulate like even if you actually believe that in that moment like take a step outside of yourself for a mm, moment like yeah. remove that main character energy for like one <laughs> second and just think about like what <laughs> how would this feel if a man were saying this to me like yes. I almost think sometimes that's a good judge of like should I say this to a friend like what if I heard this and what if yeah. I heard this in a romantic relationship because it's like when people get like that it's kind of like okay, I guess our entire, like, many-year friendship is just now reduced to, like, oh, I don't deserve friends. It almost just, um, like, trivializes the importance of the friendship. Like, how important could I have been in your life if it's just that easy for you to just be like, mm-hmm. oh, you're right. Why do you even want to be around me? Like, just, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. It's, it's, no, it's not, it's not going to fix anything. <laughs> yeah. So, like, switching gears a little bit. So, I think we've talked about, like, when a friendship might just be ebbing and flowing, when you, you know, times where you shouldn't burn bridges and maybe make an effort to keep the friendship alive. But to close off on a depressing note, what do you think? Like I, So I think we're in a weird era where on social media, there's all this talk of like, remove negative energy from your life and <laughs> cut people who don't, who no longer serve you. And, you know, don't bring any toxic people into your life or don't accept negative, whatever. And I feel like people take that really far to basically say, okay, anything that's uncomfortable, you should remove from your life. Like, do not have, <laughs> do not accept anything that isn't a hundred percent positive and, you know, beneficial for you yeah (laughs) you know and I think like we shouldn't treat friends so disposable like we're all human we all make Mm -hmm. mistakes we all need to have uncomfortable conversations at times it doesn't mean you cut off the friendship yeah but so what do you think are kind of the the indicators that a friendship actually has run its course and you you should end it in whatever way you see fit yeah and I just want to I want to preface this by just really emphasizing it just because things are uncomfortable or just because you're being (laughs) called out on your shit does not mean that this is a bad friend who you need to now cut out yes I mean often the people sharing these things on social media are in fact the toxic ones in their relationships always that's just a little side note but um (laughs) yeah I think it's a good question I think like I really just think it's hard to give a general answer because it's so case by case. Like, I think it can depend on, um, like, the length of your friendship overall. You know, if you've been friends with someone for 15 years and they're weird for a year or two of that, like, that's such Mm -hmm. a small percentage of your friendship still. But if you've met someone more recently and then they start to kind of get weird, like, they have less kind of like friendship capital in the bank, so to speak, you know, like there's not as much of like, oh, I should really give this person some understanding. Like we have this long history, like I'd hate for this to end. So I think it, I think it can really vary, but I think it's just kind of, to me, like, do their good qualities still outweigh the bad? Like if I do Mm. talk to them about something, are they improving? Um, You know, like are, do I do I see a path forward? Like, would there be a real emptiness in my life without this person? Not that you should put up with bad treatment just because there'd be an emptiness. But like you said, like, we're all human. We all go through stuff. The past couple years have been particularly weird for a lot of people. Like, I think you do have to kind of have 
a little bit of patience. Um, But I think you kind of have to start thinking like, overall, is this person adding things to my life, not just taking away or like, overall, if I really were in need, do I think they would be there for me? I think it's like a good question to ask yourself. Um, But yeah, it's so case by case. I don't really know. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think those things, I think definitely the question of would they really be there for me if I needed them? And I think an equally important question is if I had something really amazing and positive happen for me, would they be excited? Great point. Yeah, I think it's almost easier for a shitty friend to be there for you when things are bad, because it almost like makes them feel good to be like, oh, hey, hey, you're, you're going through a breakup and I'm not or I, I don't know, I feel like there's almost like this schadenfreude if someone is going through something bad and then it allows you to swoop in and be that good friend mm-hmm. but to me the the shittiest friends I've had have been the ones that were not excited for me when something good was happening for my life or they would give like super tepid responses like if I announced that I I was now in a relationship you know over text they'd be like oh that's great period you know like <laughs> like very clearly like minimizing your happiness minimizing the milestone or your success or whatever so I think that's a huge one like are they actually happy for you can they be yeah. there for you when things are going well so that has ended up weeding out many friend more friendships than you would think. I think yeah. it's um uh, it's a very toxic person who who can't be happy yeah. for you. No, that's that's so true. That's a, a great point. Um and I think also, you know, obviously we've all experienced good things happening to a friend and us being a little bit like, oh man, like that yeah. kind of makes me feel <laughs> bad about myself. Like yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. very like normal human emotion but I think people that don't know how to separate that emotion and like deal with that amongst themselves but Mm -hmm. be outwardly happy I do think that is a sign of um maybe not a great friend and I think I think a lot of times at least in my experience that bleeds into the person kind of always being the victim in a situation Mm. um do you think you should kind of take note of when things like that happen like Mm. is this person always the victim is everything always against them and yeah and and I think to me that kind of relates a lot to not being able to be happy for you yeah exactly so yeah I think I think those are to me the key indicators that maybe a friendship has run its course at least for now and then I think maybe the decision from there is do you want to just naturally let it fizzle and see if you guys come back together. And if you do feel like it's really important for you to get things off your chest and talk to them, um, then do it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like maybe consider having that conversation, but again, be prepared for it to not go the way you want or not go the way that you plan. But, um, yeah, I think, I think as soon as you just notice that someone isn't there for you, they're not bringing positivity for you that's a sign that maybe you should take a step back from the friendship and hopefully they'll wise up over it yeah (laughs) then you know oh well yeah and I think you know it's not when we say like bringing positivity to your life it doesn't mean the person always has to have a positive attitude right no no it's like (laughs) yeah like fine for someone to like be going through something or to just be a little bit of like a cynical person in general or whatever but it's like are they bringing good things like to your life like it doesn't mean like always a positive attitude because I have had friends tell me like I just don't feel like I'm being very positive right now I don't think I should like 
interact with people kind of and it's like Mm. you don't always have to bring your best self to a friendship like as long as it's not like you know for years and years everything you say is negative like obviously that's a problem but like we all go through times like we shouldn't cut off our own friendships either just because we're in a bit of a weird space like we should Mm. also you do kind of have to trust that your friends are in this for the right reasons too and like see the big picture of you and like know that when you're going through something it's temporary or whatever yeah yeah no I I agree I think think that is a great note to end off on (laughs) yes Um, I will just also say to end like if you're going through a friendship breakup or you've been through one and you're not over it yet or whatever like just let yourself grieve that like it's normal we don't talk about it enough but like we said in some cases it can be more sad than a romantic relationship ending so like don't feel like weird or like something's wrong with you just because you're sad about that yeah agreed agreed Um, So if you have any personal stories about a friendship breakup, we would love to hear them, whether you were the one that had to end a friendship or whether you were called out for not being the greatest friend, uh, definitely share it with us. You can tweet us at lovelifeliquor, or you can email us at lovelifeandliquorpodcast at gmail.com. We are also temporarily going to allow people to slide into our DMs. If you have any of those (laughs) stories to share, we may come to regret that offer. But uh, I think this is a really interesting topic. And everyone, I think everyone has some experience with this, but it's all very individual and unique cases. I mean, even just you and I have had very different experiences mm-hmm. with friendship breakups. So we'd love to hear about yours. And if you think there's effective ways of handling with a friendship that's going sour, definitely do share. Um, so yeah, we will leave you with that. Thank you all for tuning in and we will see you next time. Bye.